Welcome to the Digital Lock Cushion Podcast, a place for you to feel seen, heard, and empowered along your lock journey. I'm your host and digital loctician, Jocelyn Renee. Welcome to another edition of the Digital Loctician Podcast. So grateful for your presence. Definitely make sure you check in in the comments. Let me know where you are tuning in from. I am so glad that you are here. As my my little intro, my little fancy intro (laughs) shared, I'm Jocelyn Renee, your digital optician. My goal, of course, is to help you cultivate the healthiest of the locks possible. And as you can see, I am in our office today, the Crown Elements Headquarters HQ, Um, just switching it up, but also to visually remind you to care for your hair. As always, our podcast is sponsored by Crown Elements. So if you are looking for hair care for your locks, make sure you head over to crownelements.com and enter the code DLP as in Digital Lactation Podcast. Let me put my little, my little banner, my little ticker <laughs> there. Um, enter DLP at checkout and you will get a treat from me to you. Um, tonight is going to be it's just a little bit different from the way that we have um, engaged with, e- with each other uh, on the podcast. I see you checking in. Thank you so much for being here. Um, and also make sure you grab your water, right? Have some water while you are here listening, watching the episode, all right? Um, I posted a video. I want to say it was Monday because my goal was to have a series for the month of September, um, you know, planning. It's important, but we're we going to make it happen. So I posted a video, the first video of the series on Monday. Um, this is a series about why your locks are dry. Did you all get a chance to watch that video? Press a one if you saw the video. Press a two if you've not yet had the chance to get over and watch it. Um, this first video in the series was specifically around moisturizers. So if you've ever been feeling like your locks have been dry, despite using moisturizer, I believe that video will offer you a lot of insight into what's actually happening. Uh, So if you haven't watched it, definitely make sure you go check that video out. All right. Uh, For all my twos, go check it out. It's on my channel. So shout out to everyone, everyone, everyone. You see that? Oh, double on (laughs) Tadra. Shout out to everyone that watched the um, the first video in the series. Truly appreciate you. In addition to everyone that commented, my goal is to help you with getting your locks moisturized, particularly this season. And we do that by being proactive. So in that video, one of the things I did was say, hey, if this was unclear if you're still having some type of issues comment below let me know what's going on so today tonight I would like to address those questions answer those questions and hopefully clear things up so we have seven really great questions from the comment section that range from um, the changing of hair color and how that affects moisture the um, medical issues or medications that may uh, interfere with moisture to, you know, just that good old 
my hair probably has been dry all my life and I don't think I can do about anything about it. So I'm going to go ahead and hop right into the questions from that video. Um, but I will leave a link in the description for after, after our episode, you could go and watch that video. Okay. So the first question, let's see. No, wait, this is the first question from Tracy space. Okay. I try to try to give credit where credit's due. Um, they ask, have you ever tried CMOS gel for locks? And um, I added an extremely diluted amount to my refresher spray, and it's made a world of difference. So I love this. Have you all, has anyone tried CMOS gel in their moisturizer? Have you heard it? What's been your experience? Definitely comment below. Um, if you've tried CMOS gel, let me get a three. You've never tried it, press a four. All right, let's let's see where the community is as it relates to the CMOS gel. I personally, first of all, if you don't know what CMOS is, um, it contains, I want to say it's like 92 of the essential uh, nutrients that humans need. It So it's very nutrient dense. It's a great, um, what I want to say, like supplement, wellness supplement, but as a gel. Right. I don't know if you've 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 tried it. OK, if you've you've never tried it before, um, it's an acquired experience. If I do say so myself, it, it's just, it just, you know, it just goes down a little strange. I'll just leave it at that. But one of the things or one of my mottos is I don't eat for taste. I eat for health. OK, so it has a lot of healing properties. Um, and I know that we have grown through. Uh, era, I think we might be coming out of it. I don't know. Let me know. The era of putting things from our kitchen and our hair. Are we still there? Are we still in the kitchen and hair era? This is no shade, right? Um, the reason why I say that is because sea moss, right, is a great internal, has a lot of internal benefits, but with, not even but, and it has a lot of great internal benefits and naturally, I want to say um, foods and things from our kitchen like that, when they are turned into products for your hair, for your skin, for your nails, you will experience typically a lot of their benefits. What is the, what can, tends to be the hold, the, the like catch or why it's not more widely used is because of its shelf stability, right? So if you are DIY, I have never personally tried CMOS gel for my refresher spray, but if you are DIY, um, and fun fact, that would actually make an herbal moisturizer, but your DIY CMOS gel and your refresher could be something really dope. And I'm going to give it a try. You know, maybe, maybe we could figure out how to add it to our lineup, but, uh, yeah. So I love that. Tracy Space, thanks for sharing. You, you see, y'all tried it before? Okay. And it went well. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna give it a try. All right. So now um, my beaut says, uh, this is question number two. All right. We only got five, five more questions left. So I got so upset about my locks being crunchy that I broke down and bought a store bought deep conditioner, in quotes, deep conditioner. I'm, I'm a little scared when I saw that deep conditioner. I was like, oh boy, 
That means it was creamy. Okay. But they say it did help to soften the, their locks better than rose water and other methods. It was a long comment. Um, other methods from the natural hair community. Um, because not hugging someone because my locks are too crunchy is sad and embarrassing for me. Help. Um, so for those of you that feel like, let me step take a step back. What do your locks feel like? If you could use one word to describe what your locks feel like, like you grab your hair right now, what does it feel like? Maybe you touch your roots. Y'all know how I feel about touching your hair, but this is a little social experiment. So touch your root area. What does that feel like? Touch the middle, touch the ends. What do they feel like? Use one word to describe what they feel like. If I had to describe my hair in one word, better yet, if my kids, my kids typically are, you know, I, I trust their, their voice of reason because it's unfiltered. Um, I want to say that describe my locks as feeling like, um, like a plushie, which is like a, a stuffed animal toy. So I'll take it, right? Um, which means it has some texture to it this is what I take from it it has some texture to it but it's squishy and soft um and not abrasive or not rough that is how I receive my hair feels like a plushie for my kids uh but when you think about your locks your soft or your crunchy may be completely different from someone else I myself have really curly hair and it's like more wavy than curly. Um, so it's really loose. And so my locks naturally feel a little fluffier, if not even fluffy, like, I don't want to say whimsy. It's not the better word. They feel airy. That's probably the best word for it. My locks naturally feel kind of airy. But in my experience as a loctician, people that have naturally really tight coils to their hair, their hair, it feels more, what's the word that I was about to use for my hair? It's not, it's not airy. It feels more fluffy. Okay. So tightly coiled hair, when it's really moisturized, tends to feel Fluffy and spongy. That's a good word. It feels spongy. And when you experience crunchiness, like it's literally crunched, like crunch, crunch, hard, rough. Those are signs, indications that you're deficient in moisture, but also your hair strands are operating from a deficiency, whether they be protein deficiency, um, mineral deficiency, like something is missing. So I get why, to the, to the point of the question, the deep conditioner, a cream conditioner, would make them feel noticeably different because it's, a conditioner is designed to fill in the gaps, all right? So if it's missing something, the conditioner is going to give you that. And I'm not against using cream conditioners. Y'all know this. I'm not against using cream conditioners. It's just applying them properly, all right? So making sure you're diluting them. For some people you may need to use a deep conditioner, OK? 
Okay, if you've never tried the herbal treatment or our full system, which we have here now, you and you're just shampooing your hair and not helping to restore some of the things that may be lost with with cleansing or need to be replenished. Yes, it could be crunchy. Okay, so in your case, you need to or I would encourage you rather. Conditioning always is a must. And then your moisturizer is intended to support your hair. So when we talked about in that other video, okay, all the twos, if you ain't watching, you might, this might go over your head, but in your case, you might find that using a conditioning moisturizer may be helpful as long as you are clarifying, okay, conditioning, all right, and using your herbal moisturizer and a conditioning moisturizer. All right, you might need to alternate. Okay, so let me know if that helps you. Definitely follow up. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm trying I'm try to try to try to blaze through these. Um, now, Trina, <laughs> Trina had a question uh, about the balls at the end of your locks. Anybody ever get balls hanging at the end of your locks? It's like a it's like you have your lock and it's like a little piece hanging off. You get a little ball there. I have a whole video about this, but I wanted to highlight this because this is absolutely something that happens um, to people at, when moisture is, is a concern. But it can also happen if you are keeping your hair moisturized because getting balls at the end of your locks is actually, it's like, think of it like split ends for locks, all right? You don't have the same split ends like you do with loose hair, but locks, they need a way to kind of shed or let go of things that are not really serving your locks right now, not really serving the structure. So that's why you get those little balls and they kind of hang on because your hair is tangling, your hair is locking, all right? So it's trying to do that process, but then it's like, oh, actually you can get out of here and it just kind of ejects it out the bottom. <laughs> so that's why you get those little balls. And if you just started your locks, but did not do a trim before you started, you will get those little balls hanging off your little pieces, hanging off the ends of your locks because your locks are not, your hair is not going to evenly lock. All right. So that's why I always recommend if you're just starting locks and starting over, make sure you get a nice trim, some layers, wet, 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 however you want to shape your hair, but just make sure you get off those dead ends first. All right. Hopefully that helps you, Trina. Now, getting into these last few questions, okay? These are, um, I won't say they in depth, but they may resonate a little bit more. So I would like for you, if you're currently here with me live, definitely in the comments, let me know you're here. Just press a six. I made it. We made it halfway, all right? We're going to do this, these next round of questions, okay? Thank you so much. All right, so this last, these last few questions are going to relate to DIY moisturizers, medical issue, particularly hypothyroidism, and um, what type of water is necessary for a moisturizer. All right, so those are some questions that you've been having. You definitely want to stick around for those. Like, I am.
flat that I sprayed the pure scalp on my hair after that workout because sis, I'm out here smelling good and fresh and I want that for you too. So make sure you head over to crownelements.com and grab you some pure scalp. Just mm, locks just smelling fresh, scalp feeling good, pure scalp. Get you some. Y'all like my commercial? <laughs> We try, we try some new things, okay? But seriously, head over to crownelements.com and don't forget to use the code DLP at checkout, okay? Let's get into these last few questions. So, uh, Ramona says, I have hypothyroidism and my hair is very dry. I use a clarifying and a moisture shampoo. I do hot oil treatments as well and a steamer, but it doesn't last long. What am I doing wrong? So, honestly, I'm... I would like to be very transparent. The clientele that I've seen, the literature that I've read regarding hypothyroidism in particular, as it relates to hair and what that looks like, the diagnosis in and of itself causes hair to be very dry. And in some cases, you will, not you particularly, but people that have um, hypothyroidism experience a lot of hair loss. Um, so you may, in fact, be doing nothing wrong. It is the nature of something you are growing through, and I'd imagine managing with. So what I've often recommended seeing results with um, if someone has really dry locks and they're experiencing any thyroid issues um, the clarifying shampoo is great um, moisturizing shampoo just being mindful that it doesn't have too many too many um, oils in it Sim same way with the conditioner like having it be too thick and oily can be to your detriment because again Oil is not moisture. And I want us to get out of this mindset that your hair has to be super shiny for it to be healthy or moisturized, okay? Because moisture is wet. It's not really shiny. It looks shiny in the sun, but you, you get what I'm trying to say. Um, and then the hot oil treatments, okay? Hot oil treatments are not for your hair. Hot oil treatments should primarily be used for the scalp. So that you're, it may be in balance with, out of balance with too much oil. Um, and then your steam treatments. I like to, again, with someone who's experiencing thyroid issues, I like to couple their steam treatments with either herbal moisturizer, or herbal rinse, or something that is going to help to strengthen the hair while it's also being steamed. So maybe adding that into your regimen in addition to having the regular herbal moisturizer to sh keep your hair strong because it is so dry um you should see benefits with how your hair feels but also knowing that your hair is not going to feel hmm it's not going to feel super spongy and it all the time okay it's like it's the nature of how your scalp and how your um your thyroid is impacting your hair growth does that make sense or does that help? Um, let me know in the comments, please. Um, because I, I do know that, that it's a 
it's not very common, but it is something that I've seen. And I know a lot of, um, not a lot, but I know there are a considerable amount of people that experience it. Um, so slick, slick, slick crick. Hopefully I didn't say it. I said it right. Says my go-to moisturizer is a mix of equal parts bottled water and aloe vera juice with a limited amount of oils like jojoba oil, tea tree, and peppermint. Um, what are my thoughts, good, bad, or indifferent? So I will um, reiterate, kind of just like I shared in the, in the video, that you're going to go back and watch, right? That you're going to go back and watch all my twos. Um Putting oils with water, if you have dry hair, is not something I recommend. If this mixture is working for you, by all means, keep doing it. Um, however, if you're trying something like this and you're still experiencing dryness, not understanding why your hair is not retaining moisture, I got some thoughts. And since you asked for them, I would take out the jojoba oil, okay? Hobo oil, good for the most part for loose hair. Not so good when it comes to locks. Hobo oil in the hair care space is known as the um, elixir or like the um, the coating oil. One of the 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 most uh, what I want to say one of the more viscous oils amongst all the the hair oils that are recommended. And so because of that fact and what we know about locks and how our hair locks, jojoba oil is not one of the oils that I would suggest that you use in your lock hair care. But if it works for you, you know, do your thing, okay? Um, bottled water, okay. And aloe vera juice, yes, makes it herbal, all right? Tea tree oil and peppermint oil, they're essential oils. So that works, but the that... That jojoba, I would get that out of there. Any other DIY um, mixtures that you use, definitely drop them in the chat. It's safe space, okay? No judgment. I'm not judging. Just sharing. Just sharing, okay? Uh, and then I didn't want to. I didn't want to allude to it in the last question, but this question actually um, it puts it a little bit more plainly, and so I wanted to spend some time here. Uh, the person who asks this question shall remain nameless because they are asking for a friend. <laughs> and it says, as for water, should we get filtered water or a filtered shower head? Or should we use tap water? Should we buy bottled water? Or can we like boil our tap water? Like what type of water should be touching our locks? Great question. When or with locks, right? The water, the last water moisture that is in your hair should have some level of filtration. So if you are, for example, going to a loctician and they are just using a regular, the typical everyday nozzle to shampoo your hair, one of the questions you can ask is, hey, do you have water treatment, you know, at the the water heater um, that's going to help soften the water. One of the things I had in the salon is a filter on the actual um, sink nozzle because what we do know is that tap water, especially if you live in really 
urban or metro metropolitan places um or even places that have groundwater like it those mineral deposits can make your hair really 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 dry and it doesn't matter how much moisturizer you use if that tap water is the last thing that your hair or the majority of the water that you're putting in your hair so filter water better yes at the sink and if you're shampooing your hair at home at home the sacrifice is the water pressure and but at the same time we need that water pressure right like we can't just be drip drip, drip with our locks especially as they get more mature we need water pressure water pressure is essential so how you combat that you use a chelating shampoo your clarifying shampoo ideally should be chelating that is why crown elements we made the just clean it is a chelating shampoo because it is designed with locks in mind we know that you're probably using the tap water you don't got time to buy filters shower head or have your water uh, your water pressure impacted if you use a chelating shampoo with your shampoo if you lose a chelating shampoo with your shampoo as in your wash day your locks will feel noticeably softer because you're getting the mineral deposits out. The shampoo is removing the mineral deposits. Um, alternatively, in addition to, if you're, let's say you don't have time for a chelating shampoo, you don't have a filter, and you're just using tap water, what you want to do is then completely dry your hair as much as you can, right? To those that's like damp, and then pour your herbal rinse on top of your locks. Your herbal rinse or your herbal hair treatment, which is also available, duh, 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 right, right here, we got the refills and all the good stuff. Um, that will allow that to be your last water. And even if you make the, if you choose to, because you're not trying to get fancy, choose to use tap water, it has to be boiled. So the boiling will help to get the minerals out, and then that's the last thing that your locks receive. So long story long. <laughs> You do want to have some type of filtered water touching your hair at the last stage of your cleansing process and at any point when you're moisturizing. So do not use tap water in your moisturizer. All right. Somebody put that in the chat. Do not use tap water in your moisturizer. All right. Because somebody's going to need to read that. Okay. And last but not least, we got a question from Happy Chick. <laughs> Happy Chick says, am I imagining that my gray hair is a tad bit more resistant and needs extra moisture? Listen, I was uh I was taking a selfie the other day, taking a little selfie, and I was like, is that some silver hairs popping in? It wasn't. Not yet. I'm coming though. My day, my day is coming. Um, but what I do know from my expert my experience behind the chair and also just in my cosmetology science education. Silver hairs, also known as gray hairs, are absolutely more resistant, more coarse, and more need of more moisture. And typically they have a very high porosity, so they need more moisture more often. You're not imagining it is totally accurate, okay? Completely accurate. That is why for silver hairs, you absolutely want to have that steam treatment, hydration treatment. It's part of your regimen, okay? It makes a world of difference, okay? In the comments, if you have silver hair, press the eight and then let us know if you had that steam treatment and how, how it has impacted your hair. Because I'm telling you, steam, it just, it changes the game. 
changes the game, okay? So all that being said, I want to take a minute and just see if uh, this conversation was helpful. If it was helpful, you can press a nine or just like the video. I'll just, the likes, likes help. It helps, uh, you know, YouTube share, helps let people find the video. Um, but if you have any other questions, definitely put those in the chat, okay? Um, I'm going to do my best to, you know, try to answer the questions um, in video format because I feel like it allows us to really go deeper with the questions um, and make sure you tune in tomorrow for the next episode of the um, Your Locks Will Dry Because series, all right? Um, because again, the goal is to get your moisture levels right going into fall, okay? Thank you so much for your time. Truly appreciate you. Make sure you head over to crownelements.com, get you some hair care goodies, all right? And use the code DLP at checkout. And as always, I am wishing you peace, love, and goodbye.